Hi, Matt. Hi, Ashley. And hello, listeners. Welcome to the AF High List. We are watching all those crazy movies while we're stoned, and we're at number 93 this week. The Apartment. It's The Apartment from 1960, starring Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine, and a lot of other old white dudes. Fred McMurray, who <gasps> you've seen a Fred couple McMurray. times. Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray, who, I mean, we were just kind of talking about... Um, I don't know why we were talking about it or when we were talking about it, but I'm pretty sure we were talking about double indemnity on one of these episodes. Mm, but he's in that one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was like, I know that son of a gun. <laughs> that old so-and-so. That old so-and-so. We got to our fifth Billy Wilder. That's a lot of movies to have. I think. Billy Wilder and Steven Spielberg are in, like, the club. They're in the Cool Boys Club. They're like, we made so many good movies. We're on the list a bunch. And yeah, the American Classics Club. We make the best films in America. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have seen this before, but I was excited because you had not seen this before. Never seen it. Never seen it for sure. I can't even think I can confidently say one other billy wilder film yet i've watched four others can you name them all right now that we've seen on this list some like a hot oh i adore that movie um double indemnity <laughs> we were just talking about it oh he did Hello. that as well that's why i liked it sunset boulevard yeah i like that one too and one more that i cannot remember oh my god or there's only four i don't know Mm. I don't know. have the facts in front of me. I don't have the quick facts. Wow, it's like I can't even trust you. <laughs> well, I've had weed in my system. I cannot be trusted. <laughs> he's dangerous when he's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dangerous? I mean, only if he's around a package of Cheez-Its. <laughs> Cheez-Its, you're going to die. <laughs> Okay, well, I just gotta come out and say, I yeah, I've never seen this movie. We started watching this thing, and if there's one takeaway I need everyone to know, it's not what you expect. Okay, what did you got? <laughs> because there's a real takeaway that I need to have everyone know. But the main takeaway is immediately, there's a Westie and a little raincoat at the very beginning of this movie, and I damn near screamed. <laughs> it didn't know if it wanted to go up the stairs or back down the stairs because... It's Walker wasn't making a decision. Oh my god. It was like, what do we do? <laughs> there's salmon off the screen and there's salmon in the door. I want salmon. <laughs> you know, because how else are you going to get a yeah, dog exactly. from the 60s to do to anything? Act, yeah. You, know? you don't have the professionals we have to <laughs> We have professionals who are going, ah! <laughs> like Jim talking. Caesar <laughs> Milan. <laughs> I just every time I think of Caesar Milan, I think of that episode in South Park. It's so good, the Cartman With episode. Cartman, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty like legendary. <laughs> I just like forgot where I was. But anyways, there is a Westy and a little raincoat, and I just need you to know that. So if if you only just want to watch the first very beginning, look out for that little doggy <laughs> because it's so sweet. We're in a new month for our calendar. It's we're pretty look, exciting. We're looking at a new Westy. It's, Who is the cover model? Definitely the cover model. We knew it as the second it was. Oh, I was like, oh, that's the cover. Of the... <laughs> that, that's it. Would you like to describe the the puppy in this? In this, this is calendar corner. <laughs> uh, it is sitting down, but like, kind of like, like one leg kind of out, kind of sitting down. Yeah, it's like a casual, like leaning back on the legs, but still, still propped up on the front. You know, smiling just to the, I would say, left. 
of camera uh, if you're facing it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And that's probably where the salmon is. <laughs> the salmon is definitely in that corner. Uh, smiling little key thing around his neck. Yeah, the the collar is like a little key whistle thing. Yeah, and he just looks he just looks pretty happy and chill to be sitting right there against a nice like kind of like barn red wood rustic rustic this this dog lives in the country but in like the country where moms love like a shabby chic thing where it's very very cottage-esque but yes. still rustic yes you know there's not a splinter on that door it is painted and sanded down efficiently for this pup to rest upon <laughs> and that's what's important is the pup's comfort and the fact that good boy gets some salmon <laughs> Yes. You know, at the end of the day, we're just ordinary people. Yeah. We may act like stars <laughs> in our own world. <laughs> Do we? Do, Do we? Act? No, no, I act like dog shit. <laughs> what does that even mean? Interpretive. For the audience to take away. Oh. However they see fit. Oh, okay. So you're going to like let your character be spoken by anonymous Ooh. beings no 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 <laughs> see i need you to understand that you need to stop calling yourself dog shit and start treating yourself better <laughs> like the star that i am like the star you are on the inside speaking of stars we got a bunch of stars in the movie the apartment yes sir jack lemon is in this film which we saw on this list in some like it hot this is the year after some like it hot which Rip roar and good time. So obviously, I was I was assuming there would be like a comedic element to it with his name attached to it because he's just kind of like a silly, like zany performer. I feel like. Yeah, I kind of get the vibe. Uh, this is like I have no facts to back any of this up, <laughs> but it's a vibe. <laughs> well, that doesn't stop anybody, <laughs> anybody else, else these on days. The internet, so. so my turn. Uh, my, you can too. I guess so. But like. The Jack Lemmon, Billy Wilder thing, to me, kind of feels like like you have a Paul Thomas Anderson asking like a Adam Sandler to be in his movie, like mm-hmm. a Punch Drunk Love. That's what it kind of feels like with Jack Lemmon in this, where it's kind of like a wacky comedian and like a director who, you know, very cinematic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So pulling from comedy to kind of get that lead actor. So I'm making that comparison. I have nothing else beyond that. You're looking like I need to say more. <laughs> no, would you say, like, um, has P.T. Anderson worked with Adam Sandler uh, more than once? I well, I don't think so. Because, because Billy, you just said Billy Wilder did some Like It Hot, too. Yeah, I'm and not that was saying, a comedy, too. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, that, like, the repeat thing. I'm just saying, like, sort of pulling... A, a, a cinematic kind of director pulling a comedian to, to like lead the film to like lead the movie. Yeah, yeah the Jack Lemmon here feels like Adam Sandler and because I'm used to him as like the odd couple and later grumpy old men or whatever. Where that Jack Lemmon who's really over the top and really yeah. silly. So it's he like, is kind of the straight man in this, but it's like making the worst decisions ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I just vibe I get, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Yeah. So you have him who is like the funny but like kind of genuine like normal guy who just like is trying to do the right thing but like kind of just like getting walked all over and then thus doing the worst thing. Making the worst decisions. Making the worst decision. And then we got Shirley MacLaine who is cute as a button. Cute as an absolute button in this. 
Yeah. Uh, Love her short hair. So adorable. I. It, this is one of those weird ones where it's like, I do have such an image of her older. And that just like, is her face younger? You and the faces crack me up so much. <laughs> you being like, this is a woman who's old, but this is what she looks like young. It like, trips it me blows up because I'm, your so, mind. I'm so used Have to Have you seeing... seen Benjamin Button? That's going to fucking spin your top. <laughs> I've seen it a couple times. Liked it a lot the first time, not so much the second time. <laughs> the magic wore off. <laughs> Tis true. <laughs> Tis true. But uh, what was I talking about? Shirley MacLaine's weird old young face. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say no, like unlike Elizabeth Taylor, which was weird for me, this one just like made sense in my brain. Yeah. Like, it was like that's that undeniably minus. Her. Like the equation made sense. Image in my head of Shirley <laughs> MacLaine minus time equals that. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor tripped me up because it was weirdly just like cut and paste. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Now I get what you're going with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Shirley MacLaine made sense, and she's adorable here. Yeah, so so fun, charismatic. Uh, just we'll we'll get into her whole thing, but like, now I didn't know what this movie was about. Obviously, it's called The Apartment. So something happens in an apartment, and the premise really just surprised me. <laughs> that it is a stepped on kind of guy lending out his apartment for senior executives at his company to have sex with their secretaries so that he could maybe slightly advance in his career working for those CEOs. Mm-hmm. That is the premise of the apartment itself. The apartment, yes, is basically <laughs> like he, he is running his apartment as a like pay-by-the-hour hotel, except he's not getting paid and he's barely getting promoted. Then he gets very much promoted fast track when Fred McMurray, boss man, is like, all right, I'm going to fucking promote you and now I want the key and it's going to be my main fuck palace. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, mm, gross yucky <laughs> but he is hooking up with on the side currently shirley mcclain who jack lemon is in love with yes but like hopelessly can never have you know in his mind or whatever and yeah she's hooking up with him and she's realizing that this is just what he does all the time Meanwhile, fred mcmurray's right. character and then jack lemon is now like assistant vp like, he has moved up all the way. All the way to the top. Well, it's, like, totally that thing. It's, like, the the president of the company or whatever scamming on the elevator girl. Like, she literally runs the elevators. She's yeah. at the bottom of the pole. You know? Mm. And he's like, oh, baby, I'm going to whisk you away. I'm going to divorce my wife for you. But except right now. Now's not a good time. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, at a drunken Christmas party, another girl who was his secretary was like, yeah, we were bumping uglies, like, a long time ago. And the same thing happened to me. So don't feel so special. And so Shirley MacLaine is just, like, sad this entire movie. Yeah. And I'm just, like, devastated for her. She immediately, like, she gives, like, sorrow speeches very early on. Well, yeah, and I think we're kind of underselling the plot a little bit here, too. Oh, because it's... I think that this is one of, like, the best kind of screenplays on this list. Yeah. In terms of, like, the dialogue is great, character fleshed outness is great. And just like the story, the way it all connects, how everybody's linked to each other. It's, it's very an, creative. It's an absurd situation played straight. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, 
all of these men in the company. I mean, it's not absurd that all of these men are cheating on their wives because, like, the idea of the 60s was, like, every executive was cheating with the secretary. Like, that became the trope. We got Mad Men. We got all of that stuff. And, like, men are just awful. So it makes sense. Uh, (laughs) But the scenario, it just, there's so many layers. Like, this one helpless guy. And also, it's really great because his neighbors thinks he's, like, this big Lothario. Like, he's just, like, you know, wooing all the ladies and breaking hearts left and right. So it's, like, he has a reputation of being a ladies' man, but he, like, just wants to sleep in his apartment. And he cannot. And he cannot. But it's an absurd situation, so it's way more entertaining to follow. Yeah. While while being dramatic and very funny as well. Like, riding the line really nicely. Oh, Shirley MacLaine, like, is, like, the sad girl, but, like, says the most profound and then funny things because her sarcasm. She's like, what's the point? You know, she's just so direct. And I really like that about her character. This movie, it feels like the... I'm sure this is the crux of one of my main points or whatever of this movie. Is This seems to be the original... Sort of hopeless, helpless, tragic, nice guy mm-hmm. saves the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. It, it's the proto that, you know, it's before that trope she, to became me, the worst. <laughs> she, to me, doesn't feel like a Manic Pixie Dream Girl, though. No, I think she's way more 3D than that. I think we diluted this down to get the... Manic Pixie Dream Girl, you know what I no, mean? No, I feel like Manic Pixie Dream Girls are even more, like, weirdly complex because there's, like, a bold... Well, I'm talking about the bad gonna... movies. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I feel like she's just, like, a normal girl. Yes. And then, like, she's going through a tough time and, like, she can't talk about it because she's, like, screwing the boss. Mm. Like, can I tell you that, like, any time he is on there, and also all the other executives who were like, I need... What do you mean I can't have your apartment to fucking this weekend? Like, that's my weekend. And it's, like, gross. Like, absolutely disgusting. You, you like, are so desperate to cheat on your wives. Like... It's absolutely ridiculous. But seeing Fred McMurray like work his magic on her, saying all the weird things. And then when she's sad, he's like, do you know how it makes me feel? Do you know how it like switches it to make it feel like she's hurting him by his actions? It just like, I got to say it. I hate men. (laughs) (laughs) And this movie wasn't doing us any favors. (laughs) No, but like Billy Wilder is like really good about playing with that. It's heightening the absurdities of man, of the basic level, stupid, cheating man. You know what I mean? Like the the, uh, ego based and like hyper sexualizing women and stuff, because some like it hot. It's the same thing. Those two characters, Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis, they're like horn dogs. They are like, we're going to sneak on a train with girls, but then they have to be girls. And then they kind of learn about their feminine side. You know what I mean? Like they're still gross. It's about their growth and like falling in love and also like understanding another human being. So it's like, he plays with those like traits a lot. And in this one, he's heightening. It's really fun because like you see mainly girls, like some like it hot, like all the women in that it's a, it's a very women centric thing and they're dressed as women. And then this one is like hyper mad. Like she's the only one basically surrounded by all of these men. Yes. There are other women who are like being taken on dates and stuff, but for the most part, it's a bunch of crappy men. So he, I think Billy Wilder really likes to like 
play with the absurdity factor Mm -hmm. in like calling out all these like gender stereotypes and norms and stuff. And so I was heated the entire time because yes, they're (laughs) douchebags. They're gross (laughs) douchebags. He's there's a guy just slaps her ass on the way out of the elevator in front of everyone in the office and no one bats an eye. No, no one. Everybody's like... But I do love that she was like, I will close the elevator early and you will be missing an arm. Yeah. And I was like, get it, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, what a sport. That's her in this movie, though. She is just genuine, real. Everybody yeah. feels pretty genuine and real in this movie, even though they are all playing sort of tropes. She is the manic pixie girl, d- d- dreams, the dreams of girls. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> To Jack Lemon because he like idolizes her so much and he's like in awe of her constantly. Right. And like he's just going on and on and on and she's like, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. And he just like can't understand like, oh, everything is like good and blah, blah, blah. And like he, he oh my God, he, she left her broken mirror in his apartment, not knowing it was his apartment because she's just been screwing the boss there. You know? Right. And Jack Lemon's like, oh, your girl left this and so he knows it's broken and then i literally was like he's gonna see the mirror later and know it was her and in that moment it is the saddest thing ever see that's what i'm talking about good screenplay like just mm. and jack lemon he's not funny in that moment he's not like whoa whoa no he's like oh my god it's you and you look really sad and you just said it was sad and you know that your boss is gross right and it's just like ugh. And then, like, this girl straight up tries to kill herself in his apartment, which, boom, bada bing, bada boom. You need to learn this lesson at this point, sir, for letting a bunch of fiendish men use your apartment. You're lucky it wasn't a worse situation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She could have got, like, Marilyn Monroe in there, like, you know. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. Exactly, exactly. It, it's problematic <laughs> but he's so tragic and helpless that he's sees the best even in his cheating bosses dude the cheating <laughs> boss he's nice to him but he's like don't you want to like say something to her or like wish her well or talk to her on the phone or come see her or anything and he's just like nope i'm with my family or whatever <laughs> yeah and then he only loves her when his wife dumps him because everyone has slept with him and they all tell him you know right and he's like, well, baby, I, I am leaving here. She's like, oh, my God, you are? And then he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to be, like, just a nasty bitch to you. Like, <laughs> this is uh, my men thing, I guess, here. <laughs> Matt's man thing. Uh, like, dudes are so sort of pathetic. <laughs> when they fucked up, got caught, What? and this isn't necessarily just cheating, but just, like, got caught doing whatever dumb shit and then when they're after, you know, whatever punishment or whatever, what, you know, whatever the thing is, whatever the repercussions are, whatever the effects of his actions are, then just goes out and is like frat boy douchebag. You know, yeah. like that's what this guy does in this movie. But it's like, we've all seen that guy. Mm-hmm. That guy exists, you know, and those people suck. <laughs> yeah, people who like just are not affected by like the chaos they create in others. And then, yeah, when it's like put on them they're like well i'm just gonna not give shit 
Yeah. And ruins some more lives along the way. Yeah. Yeah, like he literally leaves the house of his family and wife and then immediately is like, hi, I know I just like straight up dumped your ass basically. But Le- I'm down left to be you with to you. Die. Yeah, I left you to die. I didn't care. Um, but my wife doesn't want me anymore, so you can be the next wife and I'll just cheat on you a bunch. Because <laughs> he's never gonna stop yeah, doing the same thing. Just he's, like, not, he's unaware of his fucking stupidity there's and how wrong it is. Like a layer of grease on him when he's going through like that New Year's party Ugh. at the end of the movie, kind of af- at that point after his wife has left him and stuff, and they're out for New Year's. Her, him and Shirley MacLaine, and she's just sitting there looking miserable and he's just walking around smiling at everybody like biggest smile in the room hey everybody he just looks so gross in that moment to me less like i can see the layer of grease on him yeah i think it's it's funny because he's almost celebrating. He's like over. He's like, yeah, I'm getting divorced. And guess what? I got a hot young thing waiting for me. Loves me so much. It's almost like a celebration of being like, fuck it. Plan A failed and plan B's better than ever. It's almost like that. It's yeah. denial of your situation. Yeah. It's like deflecting. And then I wish like, I mean, I'm happy we don't have to see him again because I hate him and I don't ever want to see him again. But it, it would be satisfying to see how like. How did Plan C go? Because she immediately walks away from him. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Leave him on New Year's. like. Oh, well, you know what happens to this guy. He begs his wife to go back. Yeah. And then he ends up doing that. Cheats a couple more times. Eventually gets divorced and then dies alone. But at least he has all his money. <laughs> wow. That's what happens to that guy post this movie. <laughs> you told it like you knew it. And it's because you do. You know it. That's, uh, I mean, it all's like, this movie, it's it's silly and funny and dramatic and like all, all of the little juicy components, but it is also just like tragic. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jack Lemmon is also tragic in a way where he's like so, so like self-conscious of like being a person and saying no, he cannot say no. No, I, yeah, he doesn't have the, like enough self-confidence to stand up for himself. Really. He like, and it's, it is pretty satisfying to see himself him stand up for himself in the end finally because you're just like come on yeah wake up dude come on wake up it is but like when everybody's using his apartment and he like gets sick and he's outside i'm like this is tragic like people are like refusing to let him have his home and they're threatening his livelihood literally the dudes he gets a promotion and they're like we want to um have sex with our lady friends at your house like we always do and he's like uh you can't because like I would like to go to sleep. And they're like, fuck this guy. He never did anything for us. And they turn on him immediately. Yeah. And they just like are really shitty to him. And it's like, how many times did you use this man's apartment? He's not washing the sheets every time. Oh, they're sharing crusties. It's gross. <laughs> All those old men are sharing crusties. It's like a dank orgy den. You yeah. know, it's like nasty. You- Good thing Jack Lemmon moves out at the end because that place (laughs) is cursed with seed. (laughs) I will say before, like, it is introduced. I mean, no, we were introduced by the super skeezy dude, like, immediately. And I was like, good lord, is there any true good man? Because Jack Lemmon's job is to, like, kind of look through people's personal files and, like, 
uh, create like spreadsheets, uh, early spreadsheets of shit, you know, like all of this stuff. And he was just like, I know where you live and I know your social security number and I know how many people are in your house. And she's like, why do you fucking know that, dude? And he's like, that's my job. And I was like, is this flirting? Is threatening this woman telling her, you know, where she lives and her social security number and all of her private information are you using that against her to get a date? I'm, I'm so confused. Like, it's gross. But for Jack Lemmon, it's happy-go-lucky. <laughs> I just, yeah, I feel like you look at Jack Lemmon's character and you're like, he would, he is the one person that should have this information. He's trustworthy. Because he is so harmless in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it is truly like, you. <laughs> I understand why she's not full. She's not even fully mad at him for letting his apartment out and knowing about it because the whole time he's like i'm not judging you yeah for sleeping with the boss i just want to make sure you're okay Mm -hmm. and like i kind of am in just like a weird whirlwind situation similar to how she was like she's an elevator like worker and she got in a whirlwind relationship probably wine and dine with the boss and everything and like this is weirdly providing a sex den is weirdly the the male version of this 1960s time it's like you have to put out a lot to get anything mm. and it's like sad because she only wants emotional connection and commitment and he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Fred McMurray's like, I'm not having any of that. I'm an old man now. And then there's the tragic factor of like Jack Lemon is like, I can give you that. Yeah. And she's like, Well, why is it always guys like why you? Why am I never attracted to guys like you? Yeah. And and he's like, That broke my heart, but you're being honest. <laughs> and that's valid. You know, like he doesn't freak out and he doesn't he's never mean to her. Mm-mm. Which is a relief because I feel like we watched um my fair lady and that guy just like mental oh tortured God, her yeah. so long just broke her down <laughs> yeah but it's like this it's like yeah he may know where she live and have her social security information and <laughs> you know right she's gonna owe him for the rest of her life because he saved her technically uh, <laughs> by calling the doctor next door it's, it's a lot of heaviness you know literally she was running over to his apartment after leaving fred mcmurray at the new year's eve party and she's like i'm gonna be with jack lemon now because like you know he's the one for me and i was like Girl, you need a moment. You need a moment to yourself. (laughs) Like, I just want to see you thrive in yourself for a minute because you just try to take too many sleeping pills. (laughs) I think she kind of is because Jack Lemon's like, oh my God, we're going to be together. I love you so much. And she's just like, Let's play a card game first. (laughs) It it is true. She does not like run into his arms. No. Like, you know, it's not very romantic. It's like there's a closeness, a connection. It's like, hey, I'd rather be here with you than him. Let's see where this goes. What this is. I don't know. Let's just hang out. Oh, my gosh. She stood him up at the at the what was the show uh, music man music man and i was like oh that's a sad day and then he was like oh i'm not mad or whatever like you know how hard it is you were having a drink and it's so hard to walk away from another drink with a friend like i figured you just got like he didn't even hold that against her no and i was like jack that's so sweet <laughs> and it's like so 
hopeless. Like it's a puppy. He's yeah, like a he's puppy. He's a puppy. Exactly. He's that puppy in that little raincoat. <laughs> oh my god, it's he, all connected. He's that puppy. He's that puppy. That's the other name of this movie. He's that puppy. <laughs> <laughs> or otherwise known as Jack Lemon, Sex Master. <laughs> Which isn't that what he declares himself? Uh, he well, no, he's like is in a joking way. Like, he's saying like I I am the Lothario to the Doctor or whatever. Yeah. And then you were like, "Yup, this guy, object of number one desire." And then we said, "Jack Lemon, sex, sex master." master. <laughs> like, and but I mean, to his neighbors, he is a sex master. He has sex multiple times a day with a bunch of different women and then the okay can you imagine being a neighbor couple and you're like hey this guy this guy plows so much all the time there's crazy shit going on and they're always like oh you know he just like sleeps with a bunch of ladies and then one night <laughs> you hear frantic pounding on the door and Jack Lemon, Jack Lemon, sex master. You see that man, Jack Lemon. Look him up if you can't have a picture of like what this sex master looks like. <laughs> Show up and is like, uh, there's a straight up like passed out girl. She's taken too many sleeping pills, and he's like, whoa. And then there's a nagging, whining girl on his arm trying to get back in, throwing a fit, Being like, pounding hey, on the door. you were gonna spend the night with me, you know. And like, he's like, there's ladies fighting over <laughs> him. There's a there's a woman who killed him, killed herself for this for guy. And it was just like non-stop. And so he gets to go back to his wife and be like, you will never. <laughs> and I absolutely love the next day he like knocks on the door and she's like, there are no secrets between me and my husband and i love that for them that couple they gossiped talk. they gossiped the shit They're out like, of that <laughs> oh my god you will never believe and you know she asked a million questions she was like what was the state of the place what does it look like and then she were the walks girls in there. attractive yeah, it's like what now were they were they professional girls you know and then it was probably funny because he's like you know what they call each other miss and mister like it was formal because they did they're still acquaintances when she wakes up in his apartment right Oh, what an absurd movie. You know what? I would just say uh, maybe maybe you should go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's a pretty good watch. <laughs> I'm stoned and I kind of liked it, you know? <laughs> I didn't kind of. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a good one. This, for, I, I'm going to make it, here's the time for the bold statements. Whoa, I didn't know if we were going to get through to it. <laughs> <laughs> Chipping like away the iceberg here <laughs> absolutely what's that iceberg got underneath that is the thought that i think that this movie is in my top 10 of this list whoa i'm gonna make that bold statement i haven't said that since i think rebel and yeah. so it's been a while but i think this one is in my top 10 of the list i just think it's a tight movie everything leads to the like it's just it flows so effortlessly. Everybody's so good in it. If this is not in my top ten, because, like, think about it. There's lots of movies. There's E.T. There's all of Spielberg, which is pretty much in the, the top, top. Which is the top five. <laughs> the top five. You got all of those. And there's, like, a lot on this film that I actually do, or on this list that I do actually like. But if it's not in the top ten, it deserves to be higher up with Double Indemnity and all of those other Billy Wilder. Because it's been a while since we had a Wilder. Like, why? what makes this one so low on the list? 
but here's here's my theory and i th- and i i don't even know if this times out right but of the movies it is it's like that logan x-men effect you gotta see all the x-men movies to really appreciate yeah. logan but like you know those movies are dog shit this billy wilder's movies are good but it is almost like you've got to do double indemnity and some like a hot and sunset boulevard before you get to this one to really appreciate mm-hmm. this one but like I still don't think that justifies it being so low on the list. But I, there is a weird satisfaction if you're kind if you're connecting filmmakers in your head. And I know some people don't do that or whatever, but like if you are, it is really satisfying to go from like the first ones on this list to build to this crescendo. However, this is my favorite of those. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm curious. Like I, of course, am very unprepared unpre- for my own podcast. But did this move up on the? second version of the list i okay here is while you look this up here is my musings of what i think happened okay great i can't wait i got it the answer immediately i'm ready it is not it is moved up but not very far correct it's only moved up 13 fucking movies to number 80 and yeah just for like comparison sunset boulevard is number 12 yeah like you know (laughs) like where's double indemnity it's number 38 so like you know i I think it belongs closer to those as well um i'm i'm curious because like the alfred hitchcock thing like vertigo was the last one on this list of hitchcock but then they moved it to like number nine or they were like this one's the best so it was almost like they needed to see the other ones to appreciate that one but i don't agree with that opinion i just really liked all the wilder ones i don't know if i could like i just want to put all of those four wilder ones together as a package I, there might be a fifth one but i cannot remember it <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either <laughs> and there may not be a fifth one but the fifth wilder is, <laughs> is like my documentary like, yeah. can, can you find it among the list oh sorry i just had to like swoosh my hair around oh it smells so good oh my it smells god like a salon my, in here yeah i just washed my hair excellent it's... ladies with big thick hair you know what i'm talking about when you like don't wash your hair like a ton because it takes so much effort to do it today was wash day like and it's good yeah my big green hair it's uh it's looking really healthy though right oh my god thank you so much you know what i mean like it's just washed and it's it's foofy but it's just like it's so fresh yeah sprightly it's it's sprightly right now yeah i just got and it smells great yeah guys get haircuts it's healthy for your hair i got a haircut recently too dude it looks good thanks it's growing out at a really nice pace we're taking care of ourselves don't let anything else tell you otherwise. Sorry, I got a hair in my eye. I thought you were winking at the audience. <laughs> no, there As was, you were making that statement. There was just a big chunk of hair in my eye from flipping it around like a psychopath. I'm in my jammies. It's okay. We're just having a nice chill time. We're having a fireside chat with our friends. It's fireside chat time. Hey, friends. I miss you. Hope you're doing well. You know... I do hope you enjoy these episodes. (laughs) Sometimes I may not look forward to them, but I I always try to give it my all. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Just in case anybody was like, Matt's sleeping through these lately. I'm really trying. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's just sleepy (laughs) in life, you know? Yeah. But who isn't these days? You know, I could talk about daylight savings time 
until you're all blue oh. in the face, but I know you're already complaining about it. We don't have to talk dwell on that, but we do have to tell a quick story about today. In fact. Oh, yeah. We went on a walk. And like, you know, it's five o'clock five and o'clock. it's getting dark, mm-hmm. but we're like, let's walk around the park and turn the goddamn lights on. You know how fucking dark, dark and scary a fucking park is with no lights on when it's pitch black outside? I don't care if it's 5 o'clock in the fucking night, 1 a.m. in the night, 5 a.m. in the morning. We're getting there. We're almost done. <laughs> it's scary when it's Ma- dark like that. Name all the times. Go. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> and then they come around again. <laughs> One again, or 14 if you're nasty. <laughs> yeah, but I will just say, I feel like we started on the walk and we're like, oh, the lights aren't on. It is getting pretty dark. And I'm like, but I can see. And I'm like, okay, well, city, you know, like maybe it's this is as dark as it gets. We're, we're like, well, maybe we'll do la- two laps if they turn the lights on. Maybe at 515, they'll turn the lights on. I'm telling you, by the end of that path, we were both like arms out. Like, where the hell are we? I used we? sonar to get home because I couldn't see. <laughs> it was awful and treacherous. Like, I love how I was like, oh, it's quite dark. And I tripped over a tr- twig immediately. Like, yeah. Five steps into the walk. <laughs> Five steps into the park. Like, past the puppies. I was like, look at these puppies. And then I'm walking and I'm like, wow, you really can't. Oh, fuck. You know, so I was like really almost hands to the ground trying to walk my way out of there. Yeah. And like, it was, it was that kind of thing where like, it felt like we were going fast, but it also <laughs> felt like we were going really slow because we were concentrating. So it's like an intense walk back. Yeah. I was going very rigidly back home. <laughs> yeah. I think at first we were like walking fast. We're like, oh, we don't really have a lot of daylight left. Let's like hurry, power walk our way around. You know, like we're just like going to town. And then by the second half, I was like, hello. <laughs> I've like heard something in the corner and I'm like, is any, is somebody following us? Like, you know, it was terrifying. And I was just like, it's five thirty evening. And there are people, I will say, there weren't a lot of people walking through the park that day. I feel like there were a lot of people when we first got there and they were like, holy Clear fuck, out. It's, it's dark, dark as shit. I saw like so many strollers and moms with like flashlight phones, like yeah. on their phones because they were like, I can't fucking flashlight phones. My newest, my Invention. newest enterprise <laughs> flashlight phones by Ashley. <laughs> They're I'll Flashleys. <laughs> Dude, I'll buy them. I'll buy them right now. Oh Let get, sign me up for five of them. Instead of that, <laughs> just give me some money. <laughs> it'll change your life. <laughs> I promise you, if you give me some money, it'll change your goddamn life. <laughs> What's that for a deal? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna need some. Fl- I'm gonna need some flash phones in return for this. Oh, you're not even gonna like it that much. <laughs> You'll just leave it in the junk drawer, you know. It's one of those. It's I one need of those ideas. To show for it. <laughs> what like if a receipt? I, like a receipt. What if I make you a really pretty handcraft certificate? Would um, that be enough? We could talk about it. What if the certificate has lights on it? <laughs> <laughs> You have sweetened the pot for yes, sure. It's actually just a calculator. <laughs> I give you a flash, flashing calculator. Except surprise, I don't have any money. So where's that certificate going to go? That's really sad. I thought I was going to get a little <laughs> bit of money and now I'm sad. <laughs> what a bummer. Oh. Well, anyways, I think we should wrap this bad boy up. Uh, what else do you got to say about the apartment? I thought the men were infuriating and I was like... 
I don't want to watch men be garbage anymore. But I do realize that that is how 97% of films in this country are. So thus I must watch them. Be <laughs> awful. Because most are bad. <laughs> uh, because that is what film told us with all of these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's a good summation that this is a movie about men being awful. I think it's a movie... <laughs> About people being complicated and messy. Oh, very messy. But... But sometimes not the worst. Yeah. But you could be a diamond in the rough. <laughs> you can learn. You can grow. You could ha- You could come home and find a woman half dead uh, on your bed and change your life as well, you know? Yeah. Maybe you don't wait out. for that moment to arise before kicking your ass. <laughs> kicking your own ass to get your shit into gear. <laughs> You know what I mean? This is our life coach podcast now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. But that's just who she is on this high. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Obviously me too, as I'm shuddering in fear over here. I'm tense. I'd say I'm a little tense. Yeah, probably from walking around in the dark at 5 I, o'clock. I might have done something to my brain a little bit. Yeah, so I hope your daylight savings are going really well. <laughs> um but ours is going okay the apartment was pretty fun to watch i i enjoyed it i i had a nice little high time and got to enjoy a movie i've never seen it infuriated me as well but it was it was a well-told story and shout out to a cameo in the film which was our old sink from our last apartment (laughs) speaking of the apartment 50 year old movie Here's the thing. I would say that in our life together, and we've lived in multiple places now, and this one is also not a dead ringer either. This one is quite, it could be known as the apartment, you know, in an ominous tone. But I think in our relationship with one another, when we refer to the apartment. (laughs) It's the last one. (laughs) It's the last one where this podcast was birthed, where it clumsily crawled around like an asbestos minefield. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, like mutated monster like essence like that's the apartment and yes seeing our exact sink except mirrored like the sink was on the right exact but exact and i was like this movie is being filmed in 1960 (laughs) and just imagine that same sink in 2021 yeah same exact sink runs weird colored water sometimes <laughs> explodes sometimes when you turn it on it just goes boom like you're like what the you know sometimes you gotta update <laughs> well one of these days we will <laughs> god i hope so <laughs> but i had to give a shout out to that old um uh, apartment sink because i about screamed when i saw it in the movie you know Felt like I was in the presence of a celebrity. <laughs> hey, I know that thing. <laughs> yeah, and like it's great because when we moved out, like I took pictures of all of those things. I took pictures of the sink. I got pictures of our old weird ass toilet with a pipe. It looks like our toilet looked like a like underground pub in the UK. You know, like just like a pipe and a hole. <laughs> Like like a middle school toilet, 
Like my middle school <laughs> toilets did not look like that. My middle school toilets for from the tw- from the seventies, not the twenties. Uh-huh. That toilet was made in like the the company. I'm I you, looked dude. it up because as soon as my landlord was like, "All right, everybody." If you gotta take a dump, you gotta take a big bowl and you gotta fill it with water and you gotta pour it on your own feces so it goes down the toilet. And you're gonna, you're gonna, everything about that situation is gonna tell you that it's not working, but just keep going. Keep doing it. It will flush. And you know what? Life hack. That does work. But double life hack. Get a new apartment. (laughs) I'm supposed to say that the year of our Lord 2020 was the craziest year of my life. The year of our Lord. Strange anecdotes like that became regular yes. and it was so you know what i hated that apartment but it has offered me so much painful comedic gold in for a the few rest years of it's gonna be gold <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the trauma's gotta wear off a little first <laughs> yeah i think the best way to get over trauma was i needed to forget immediately any part of living there and now i'm starting to remember you were like the sink and i'm like oh my god remember that time (laughs) wow uh you didn't think that we were gonna do an episode called the apartment and not talk about it we have to but you know i know everybody else has like some horrible apartment stories like my own friends are like Let's talk about our horrible experience. When you, <laughs> everybody has a, their own, and why? Why the fuck does everybody have a horrible? Maybe I mean, make apartments good. What the fuck? <laughs> why does everyone I know have horror stories like we do? That's great. <laughs> I mean, not as specific and crazy as ours. <laughs> Everybody's got little horror stories. <laughs> I don't do it anymore because I know nobody wants a call and response. Nobody wants to respond or do any sort of action anytime at all. But if you have a really good apartment story. Send it to our email, <laughs> afhighlist at gmail.com. That's A-F-H-I-G-H-L-I-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot com. Hit send on that shit. I want to read that. Yeah, I would, I, actually, read that. I would actually really love to hear people's uh, worst apartment, apartment story. And uh, if, if there's a really good one, maybe, maybe I'll read it in the episode. If not, I'll just... Read it myself. I'll just read it to myself and probably honestly like follow up with like questions (laughs) truly truly yeah uh i want to know more i always want to know about people's worst most goofy situations (laughs) because like what are you gonna do human experience it's the human experience wow and that's just what the apartment's about exactly the human experience fantastic well um do you have a rating for this film uh yeah i'm gonna give this movie obviously five sinks out of five sinks because (laughs) uh i think this movie's honestly perfect Mm -hmm. i think it's a perfect screenplay i think the performances are aces and i would put this in my top 10 no questions asked of this list oh yeah of course you're doing that because you said you were putting in the top 10 like of course it's a five because (laughs) all your top tens are fives yeah i'm gonna give it a 100 out of five (laughs) (laughs) with the other 100 out of fives (laughs) i'm going to give it five jack lemon sex masters out of five that's too many sex masters i know it's a little too empty (laughs) Mm, yummy jack lemon 
I'm sorry, he's just not the hot shot for me. But, like, you know, the personality really shines through. Five Jack Lemon sex masters. I imagine the room is clammy. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that says everything you're saying. And we're thinking. <laughs> and I think that wraps up my entire opinion on the apartment. It's it's a lot of sex masters and it's clammy. You know? No, what else do you think about the movie? Oh, no, it was fun. It was a fun time. I got to, <laughs> oh, I I got, know. I, I got to yell at white men on the screen for being just absolutely gross. I did love this one moment. It was the office Christmas party. And because there were so many disgusting men around, like, you would assume this scene would be, like, grotesque. But what I loved was there a girl from, like, the call center downtown came up and she was dancing on the table and everyone in the office was around her. And this wasn't, like a bunch of gross men just like pawing at her or anything the women in the office they were all cheering and she was having fun you know it felt like a really genuine moment like at like a camaraderie thing and then we left them to go follow jack lemon and the song ended and i was like but now listen to all the men talking to her i would love to see like a second of that it was probably disgusting exactly but it's so fun to see a moment like where everyone around is like support it's like you're having fun like that's awesome we're all drunk and it's like positive it was like a really nice positive thing to see yeah in the middle of a bunch of kind of like personal drama between everybody else you know so that was pretty dope yeah that was was just a fun image uh, that popped into my stone brain uh, i'll use the word again i think that was a genuine moment and it was nice to see like a genuine moment of like yeah because all these dudes are lying or they're like you know somebody's life is tragic whatever like it's so nice it's group mind versus like ogling her or like you know putting making her an object yeah let's fucking party yeah Yeah, that's so fun it's like it's it's very footloose very fun yes (laughs) it was a fun moment to see as well cutting it loose love it love it love it Hi, this is Ashley from the future stepping in to let you know that next week we are on to number 94, Goodfellas. For some reason, um, our program, our software, our microphone just likes to erase, glitch, and just not include snippets of the recording for the podcast um, to solely infuriate me for no other reason. Um, We're almost done with the entire 100 film, so I don't have the patience to look up how to fix that so this is what you get now let's head on over to the stoners excitement of goodfellas for the last few seconds of this episode thank you so much love you have a nice day it's a little bit more familiar <laughs> and with like some faces we've seen on the list already and that's already so excited okay. ah, <laughs> yay <laughs> it's a 90s martin scorsese movie <laughs> we love it so um come back next week Stay tuned for that. And do you have anything else to say to the people? God, no. God, no. All right, we're going to get out of here now. Until next time, we'll be behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>